All right, fellow fact checkers. Now, before we start the show, I want to remind you to head over and check out our great sponsor, Fox and Son Coffee. Uh, they've got an amazing deal with all kinds of blends going on. So head over there and check it out. You can get the Mexican honey prep, the Brazilian honey prep, the Guatemalan, the Ethiopian. They'll be adding new roasts regularly. So be sure to check in and see what new flavors Steve has got over at Fox and Son Coffee. They've also got all of your usual favorites, the Den Blend Dark, the Den Blend Light, and the one that we personally like around the house since uh, we can't seem to agree on which of the light or the dark is better for both me and the wife, the Den Blend Tube Electric Boogaloo, which is the medium roast. So be sure to use the checkout code FCT for fact check this at checkout, and that'll get you an 18% discount on any order of $25 or more. Also, any order of $37.99 or more gets you free shipping. Load up on all the greatest coffee on the market, and you can thank me later. Well, let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Right. Fact check this podcast, and there's been quite a bit of stuff going on uh, revolving around some of your constitutional rights, specifically the second, uh, after a or the governor in New Mexico had some thoughts on uh, just how much of a right your constitutional rights were um, and attempted to suspend those rights, which is what I'll be talking about in today's daily show. But... What I want to talk about for this one was a interesting article from Salon. I haven't done anything from Salon for a while. Um, the God-given right to guns is a cash-fueled scam. A biblical scholar on the absurdity of using the Bible to justify the Republican Party's devotion to guns. Anytime I see the word biblical scholar in a mainstream article, I automatically assume all of the worst things about this person, but let's see what they have to say. The Bible is a linchpin of the pro-gun movement. In every corner of our community, purportedly Christian leaders lean into the narrative that bearing arms is a God-given right, one that should not be restricted in any way. So, as our nation reels from yet another mass shooting, this time a gunman killed three children and three adults at an elementary school in Nashville. <laughs> this, this is an older article. They, they, uh, I'm pretty sure they want to forget that that one actually happened. Uh, Far-right Christian leaders continue to loudly and proudly lead the charge to funnel more guns into our communities. More thoughts and prayers. As the bodies pile up nationwide, so-called Christians are leading the cause to stop any meaningful restrictions on deadly weapons. Which is blatantly dishonest. Nobody's stopping restrictions. Nobody, like, I don't know of anybody who's uh, exceptionally pro-gun doesn't think that some of the things that we have in place are acceptable measures to keep the guns out of some of the wrong hands. Like there are some people that probably don't need to have a gun. Uh, the ones who really don't need to have guns, the actual actual criminals, like, yeah, there are people who are mentally unstable and have issues that probably shouldn't be getting guns. And some of this stuff is okay for that purpose. But, like, the actual criminals, they don't go through the legal channels to get guns anyway. So none of that stuff matters. Like, most 
most pro 2A people are very reasonable about gun ownership. It's responsible gun ownership is what it's called. Just days ago, the Republican-led House, uh, Florida House of Representatives passed a bill that would nix background checks and training to carry a concealed gun. A major champion of the legislation, Representative Adam, Adam Botana, said this bill upholds a constitutional God-given right endowed by our creator. So this is talking about constitutional carry. A few weeks prior, Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana helped introduce legislation that would reduce the regulations on pistol braces, which can make guns easier to conceal. He stated law-abiding gun owners should not be turned into criminals overnight for exercising. I got to back up. These motherfuckers don't know anything about the purpose of the pistol braces is not to make a gun easier to conceal. It's almost specifically for old people and people who do like, um, like target shooting and stuff to help be able to hold the gun steady and be more accurate with it. He stated law-abiding gun owners should not be turned into criminals overnight for exercising their God-given right. And again, this is the, the, the they're focusing on the God-given right part of this, but not why that's the thing. Let's we'll keep Senator Ted Budd of North Carolina, while slamming background checks for gun owners, once proclaimed our life or our right to life and liberty are absolutely God-given, and that's what the Second Amendment protects. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin had the audacity to blame the Uvalde shooters on the secularization of society and a loss of faith. Why? Why is that? Why? Why is that audacious to to say that? I mean, look at most of these shooters. They are largely uh, from very of the world secularized types of homes. Like, I mean. The one that they talk about at the very beginning of this was a uh, trans kid. So, you know, maybe it's maybe this whole uh, prog pro progressivism isn't working out quite so well. And rather than any calls for restricted for restricted guns, his solution was renewed faith. What are you? I mean, a lot of these shooters were already on. FBI watch lists and feds were and and local authorities were aware of them and the weapons that they got and the amount of money that it would have cost don't seem to align with their financial situation and like there's a lot of like, a renewed faith would probably go a lot further than any gun restrictions especially when the fucking feds are the ones buying the guns for these shooters as a christian we talk about the church tim uh representative tim burchett of tennessee said after this week's shooting i've said this many times i think we really need a revival in this country he went on to admit we're not going to fix it for conservative christian politicians like these god is a zealous gun advocate that message is echoed by local leaders pastors community groups and more across our nation but as a theologian with deep biblical expertise, I highly doubt. Highly doubt this. I must say I'm struggling to find the part in the Bible about unlimited gun access. I hate to break it to those devoted religious followers. The Bible says absolutely nothing about allowing people to run amok with guns. It's, abs or it's completely ludicrous reading the text. 
because you're a fucking moron. When when they're referring to our God-given right to own guns, they're not saying that God said that we should be allowed to own guns. They are talking about the part of the Declaration of Independence and the writing of the Constitution that established that establishes that these are our God-given rights as free citizens to have certain freedoms and privileges that as inhabitants of this planet, we are permitted to defend ourselves from threats foreign and domestic, from threats both local and governmental, that we should have the ability to and the right and that we have the right to arm ourselves for whatever situation may be required. Not that God said in the Bible, you should buy guns. This is this is why I highly doubt that this person is actually a religious theological scholar. Because you you don't take that in the literal tone like that. That's it is intellectually dishonest to to say something like that. Generally, conservative polit uh, politicians justify this vague connection by claiming the Bible gives people the right to self-defense. But that's a preposterous jump from the text. No, it's really not. The Bible barely touches on the right to self-defense. There are a few sentences that could allude to one, but in no way is there a concrete message on the subject. Let me stop you right there, because there is, in fact, a very concrete message on the subject. It comes from Luke chapter 22, verse 36, and these are the words of Jesus himself. He said, and he said to them, but now whoever has a money belt is to take it along. Likewise, also a bag, and whoever has no sword is to sell his coat and buy one. That's the specific line. But if you go on and you read a little bit further into that, right, go ahead, because this is when he's, when he's sending them out. He's sending the disciples out to preach the word in preparation of what will be his final days. And so, so what he says is, uh, when I sent you out without money, uh, when I sent you out without money, belt and bag and sandals, you did not lack anything, did you? And they said, no, nothing. And he said to them, but now whoever has a money belt is to take it along. Likewise, also a bag and whoever has no sword is to sell his coat and buy one. For I tell you that this which is written must be fulfilled in me. And he was numbered with transgressors. For that which refers to me has its fulfillment. Jesus was sending them out to preach the word, his word. And he knew that people were going to threaten them. And he didn't send them out and tell them, you know what, go out there, and there are going to be transgressors. And there are going to be people who wish ill for you. And you're going to turn the other cheek, and you're just going to be defenseless. He said, buy a sword, because you will need to defend yourselves out there in this cruel world that I'm sending you into. 
that's it. That like that's why I have trouble believing that you are a biblical scholar. That's a pretty concrete message on the subject. Plus, the deadliest weapon in the Bible ever mentions is a sword, hardly an AR-15 that can kill dozens of people in seconds. How why why like why why would how would how would they mention something in the Bible that won't be created for another few hundred years? This is this is absurd. As she says, in all way, uh, all in all, it seems to me that the Bible would perhaps support a hefty supply of pepper spray, but weapons of war, that's absurd. A sword is a fucking weapon of war. That's what it is. Curiously, though, there seems to be another all-powerful force fueling these religious pleas for deadly weapons. Cold, hard cash. I suspect these politicians are not, in fact, hearing the whispers of God, but rather the ka-ching of cash. The National Rifle Association has been funneling huge chunks of cash to pro-gun politicians for decades. Senator Cassidy, for example, has been supported with $2.9 million from the NRA, according to a data from Open Secrets. Senator Johnson and Senator Budd have received a respective 2.6 and 1.8 million in support. And that's not even to mention the hundreds of thousands of dollars these politicians have taken in from gun rights packs or individuals. Fun fact about these uh, senator senators, Cassidy, Johnson, and Bud, and the money that they've received from the NRA. Uh, none of that is actually money for them specifically. That has all been money that was made towards their campaigns. And I mean, you can you can argue semantics of what the money is for however much you want but the the money that goes that has gone to these politicians is specifically campaign financing for their local elections when they've come up for re-election for their primaries and and uh and general elections and also these fuckwits always talk about how much money the NRA spends uh, the NRA, I, I'd have to check. I don't think they're even, they may not be cracking the top 70, 75 of like political donors anymore. They, the amount of money that the NRA gives to Republicans is diminutive. And they also give equal amounts to Democrats in red states. Crazy, right? It's almost like they're supporting the people who are going to support uh, not trying to run gun grabs. And and all of that belies the fact that, or ignores the fact that the NRA really doesn't accomplish much of fucking anything. Like, it's just a fundraising arm. They don't they don't actually push legislation or anything. Like there are legitimate, there are legitimate pro-gun lobbies and packs and and groups that make the real change in states like Florida, like here in Indiana, to get constitutional carry and to, to actually do stuff. But the NRA is like the the sounding board. It's the only thing that these leftist morons fucking know about. So they have to go after the NRA all the time because they don't have anything else. They 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 only have the one. They only have the one tool in their tool bag, and so they just keep pulling it out and banging themselves over the fucking head with it because they don't know what else to do. And now for some real Bible analysis. On virtually every page, the Bible tells us to value and protect human life. Life is sacred. In book one of 1 Corinthians, for example, the Apostle Paul explains God's temple is holy, and you are that temple. 
in the book of Job, Job explains that in God's hand is the life of every living thing. And many times the Bible notes that humans were made in God's image. It's funny that this person is going to spout about God's temple being holy. That we are to value the life of every living thing that humans were made in God's image. I would be willing to bet you that uh, Serene Jones has written at least at least three articles supporting abortion up to whatever point you want to abort at. I would almost guarantee it. The fact is, time and time again, guns are used not for self-defense, but to claim innocent lives. That is also statistically inaccurate. Self-defense is one of the, uh, there are the number of shootings for self-defense is ridiculously understated because, and, and also the responsible gun owners, like the people who actually buy guns in stores and stuff, are not the ones who are doing the shooting. Anyway, it's the criminals. And also, if you take away, if you take away, I want to say it's New York City, Baltimore, Chicago, Memphis, and there was one other city. It's it's five, like five major cities in the U.S. I want to say L.A., but I don't think it was L.A. It might have been L.A. I know, I know Baltimore, New York, Chicago, and Memphis were four of the five. Damn it. Now this is going to bug me. Anyway, um, if you take away these like five major cities in the U.S., we drop from our uh, like global ranking of, of gun violence being way up here. You take away those five cities and we drop somewhere in the middle of the pack, like instantly. So you know what a common theme of those cities is? Very heavy regulation on gun on guns. Lots, 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 lots of gun control. And they've been Democrat run for better part of 50 years. Crazy how that works, though, right? No, but, you know, we want to talk about the, the truth about stuff. Maybe we should pay attention to the actual truth and, and the, the real statistics. Uh, claiming a God-given right to guns would be laughable if it wasn't so deadly. If these conservative politicians insist on spouting pro-gun policies, they should at least leave, that, leave our all-loving God out of it. Well... You're twisting it because you're a dumb bitch. As usual, the salon is full of, uh, like, how they fall all over themselves to twist, to twist things. You know, we talked about um, the, the culture war being fought with language and, and how, uh, how, like, different words have become associated with progressivism and have gotten a bad rap and then you know conservatives are winning the conservatives are winning the uh the culture war on or the the war with language um a lot of it is because of stuff like this article where there's clearly not a whole lot of good biblical textual background for the thesis about uh, for an anti-gun thesis, or even and especially for an anti-self-defense thesis, and the way she twists words makes it seem disingenuous, even to like Christian Democrats who see stuff like this. It's it's the reason that that Democrats are 
currently losing popularity amongst the middle and amongst the middle class, especially amongst males, is because of disingenuous wording like this, where they take and they twist stuff. Like nobody, when they say you're God given right, nobody assumes that that means that somewhere in the Bible, God says everybody should have a gun. It's the wording of the Constitution. It's the textual wording of the Constitution being applied to the amendments. These are our God-given rights. It's not fucking rocket science. But they use it like this and then make an ass of themselves and, and people who aren't stupid see that and they're like, man, it's really a stretch. You really might want to think about this. But they won't. They're full-on sold that they are right about this. Even though Jesus was pretty clear that you should defend yourself. That'll do it for today's episode. Be sure to head over and check out the Daily today, where I will be talking about the New Mexico governor and uh, her attempts to... Uh, her attempts to stymie the First and Second Amendments and uh, the backlash that came from that, even from the left, and ultimately the what brought an end to it. So head over there and check out that. Uh, also be sure to tune in on Wednesday evening to It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. I'll be on with him as a guest this week. Uh, we're going to have a really fun topic. I think you'll enjoy it. So go check that out on Wednesday evening and also on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Central. Mark Metz is going to be joining me again. Uh, we've got we're going to talk about uh, dangerous young males. So join us tomorrow night for that as well. Now, a lot going on this week. Hope you catch all of it. And I will see you tomorrow, hopefully. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. Now, agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollars and crypto and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They have got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product highly recommend. So go check them out.